It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Doug Fisher, editor of RingTV.com, and I'm on the Real Sports Guys podcast. Call the cipher. All right, we're going to go into the cipher. And the focus of the cipher is, you know, one of the things they talk about, you know, like all y'all out there listen to the Carter Five, you know, that's hot in the streets. Wayne is revisited. Wayne is out there. There's always some stuff that's hot in the streets. you got to know their name. You know who their name is. You know what's going on. And in the world of sports, there's always some cat that's hot in the street that everybody's talking about. There's a buzz on them. And so, or, or, or someone we should be watching that's really making it happen. The question is, are they going to stay hot? You know, we got a lot of one-hit wonders. You know, they hit that, whether they mumble rapping or whatever it might be, they got the club going and they, you don't hear from them again. So do they got sustainability, sustainable power? Or maybe they might be an old-school cat, like Jay dropped and he's hot again. But that's what we're going to talk about, who in sports is hot in these streets. And uh, I'll let you start out, Hank. You, you, do you, you got somebody who's hot in the streets? Man, yes, I do. Yes, I do. They call him Showtime, man. They call him Showtime. <laughs> All right? Let's see. Now, 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 let me tell you why this is kind of comical. Okay, because he don't play in New York. He don't play in L.A. He don't play in Chicago. He don't play in Miami. But they call him D. They call him Showtime. Showtime. They call him Showtime. The Black Air Rod. What are you talking about, don't you? Huh? He said the Black Air Rod. <laughs> Man, and if you watch Monday Night Football... Last week, you saw some stuff. You saw a human highlight reel on 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 grass on field turf. I'm talking no other than Mr. Patrick Mahomes the second, 
quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, those Kansas City Chiefs that plays in Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. Not St. Louis. Not St. Louis. We talking about Kansas, man. Kansas City. <laughs> okay. Not not LA. Not LA. Not New York. We talking about Kansas City, man. And this kid lit up the Denver Broncos, man. I mean, he was doing some Brett Favre kind of stuff. But he came but but but, but you could tell, like we talked about him a little bit last week. His father used to be a relief pitcher in the major leagues. All right. But Showtime Patrick Mahomes the second. In the fourth quarter against the Denver Broncos as they were losing the ball game and I think they had something like a second or in twenty five or something crazy like that. Okay. Well, on one play they had a third and short or something, and he was rolling out to his to his left, and one of the the, the greatest sackers in the league. What's his name, D for Denver? Give me, give him to me. Who you got over there in Denver? Vaughn. Yeah. Let, let the young let the young talk about Vaughn. Tell me, tell me. I know who it is. I want you to tell me. Go ahead. It's the Von, the Von Dibbles. It, it's Von Zizzle. That's right. Von Miller. <laughs> what? Through, and Vaughn had a bead on him. Had a bead on him. This kid puts the ball in his left hand, throws it down the field about 11 yards, and picks up a first down. His left, he right-handed. Then on the next play, after a holding call, he rolls out to his right, looking like Derek Jeter, if you will, rolling out and throwing that ball on a dime to his tight end for a first down. Needless to say, Kansas City is still undefeated. They go out to Denver on Monday night, okay, and showtime, showtime of Kansas, all right, the young man from Texas, all right, put it on him. His voice is sweet as carnation milk. But I'm telling you right now, this is the one right here. This is the one right here. Okay, that that is putting it on them right now. That that name is in the street. Stay tuned. Well, Showtime of Kansas. Showtime. And the thing about it is, Andy Reid ain't even messed him up yet. No, he ain't messed him up yet. He ain't messed him up yet. He's keeping him upright and everything. Von Miller. If Von Miller would have been still wearing, I don't think he wears glasses anymore. If Von Miller would still been wearing his glasses, they would have fogged up after that left hand throw. My they goodness, because he had him, he had him, <laughs> he had him, and, and and like these things, the plays he are he's making are real. Those are plays that you can see him continue to make. It's like he's just yeah. learning and gathering data, and you know, it's like, and he self scouts, he improves. I mean, that was a great defense he came back in. He got another one come up here against uh, Jacksonville. We'll learn a lot more about him in this game. We'll see. This is going to be a big one. You know, this is going to be a big one coming up here against Jacksonville. But you feel like this is a man. Go back and look at this kid when he was at Texas Tech, okay? He was something to see then, all right? Now, the thing is about Texas Tech, the Red Raiders in the, in the Big 12, they're going to score some points. 
They're going to give up a bunch, too. But he had an opportunity to do – there was a game last year, early last year against Arizona State, uh, that Texas Tech played Arizona State. And I think the, the running back for Arizona State must have scored about 13, 40, 13 or 14 touchdowns. Okay? But Patrick Mahomes threw for 600 yards. I mean, I mean, this, this was a few years ago, not last year, but a few years ago, last year in college. You know, if you if you just want to just see that this isn't a fluke, it's a fluke because he's not the fastest in the world, okay? And they want to talk about his mechanics, but they said the same thing about Brett Favre. But he gets the ball downfield. He's a very accurate thrower. He's got a lot of zip on his arm. And now he's coming into his game. And like you said, Andy Reid ain't messed him up yet with all that dink and dunk. But if you let this kid play to his game, Kansas City, you know, on the offensive side of the ball anyway, is going to be a very exciting team to watch. That defense is, is leaves something to be desired. But that offense and with him, with Showtime, they, they're going to be a fun team to watch all year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I think, um, you know, this kid is – the one thing he he understands is sometimes you just got to get the ball in the player's hands. So he makes a lot of great plays, but he also makes a lot of routine plays where he just you, you get into Tyreek's hand, Tyreek Hill, Hill's hand, you get into the playmaker's hand, and they can right. make plays. So as much as he makes the spectacular, he also makes the routine, which you don't see a lot of uh, young players okay with making a routine. Yeah, you know, and so that's the part that I love about him. And one thing about I say about playing quarterback that he understands, I was talking to a young man uh, here locally about playing quarterback, is that the one thing he understands off first is we got to move the chains. So right. he does things to move the chains that then create big plays, and, and, and he understands the power of just moving the chains, which will also uh, help their defense. So, I mean, these are things that are well beyond your years type of things. And some of the stuff we saw from, like, Marino when he was a rookie that just stayed, like you knew – he wasn't going to lose it. And I, I, he's the he's person I got a feeling that this isn't just a one-hit wonder, but this is a guy who really loves to play. You can tell that he picks up information very quickly. You can tell he loves studying football, and he's self-scouting, and he's doing all the things that most young cats struggle to do. He's doing it. Part of it was he was able to sit and watch Alex Smith do it like a pro last year as well. So he was learning how to – Approach the game, I think he he really picked up on it. So, I think you hit that. This one goes without saying. I think you nailed it. This is an example of somebody being hot in the streets. They calling you Showtime, and you in Middle America. That's right. You out there. <laughs> you out there. You out there hanging with Toto. You out I'm there. Sure you, out, you you out there just you out there you you out there chilling around all the corn and everything else, Arrowhead, and they treat you like you in Hollywood. You, you, hey, that's hot in the streets. That that's that shows you with marketing, and he's gonna be on everybody's magazine. He's gonna do everything. Hairstyle, he's young. He'll look back on it like you know, tight fade might have worked, but he did. He's doing what he's doing. You know, he's from Texas, so sometimes Texas cat, you know, you know, whatever with, with you know, they they, they hair do you know the choice of hair. You know, he, they got a little Billy Swagger in them, Billy Squire in them, little Billy Squire in them, but that's he gonna figure that out. At a later age, but I love his game. Looks good, you know. Got it going. I, I feel it. Mine is, and this is one whether or not it's going to be sustainable. DeAndre Ayton, a number one that's playing like a grown man. 
<laughs> I know this is preseason, but there's some things you can just see and you know right away that Phoenix, who never seems to get it right, got it right. This kid for real. They'd have been shot if they'd have got that game. wrong. Huh? They'd have got shot if they'd have got that wrong. How yeah, could but, <laughs> they, but you, they, you know. They had a chance to self-scout that kid, man. They better not have screwed that up. But, but it's, it's Phoenix. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> it's Phoenix. We just got to say it. But, you know, his first uh, couple games here, you know, I think it was 24 uh, and 21. I mean, shooting percentage from the field, shot selection, he can still step away. He's playing real comfortable. You know, he'll have some tough nights in, but he's going to be a tough stop every night for Cat. And he's yeah. serious. He's cerebral. Um, his name, his name, gonna ring out in these streets uh, for for a while. You can see it. I like a lot of these young kids who are playing right now um, uh, here in the league. But that kid, I, I, you know, because Arizona players, they they kind of like my Duke players. Arizona, you, you know, sometimes that stuff don't translate. Right. <laughs> sometimes it's fools go. I know. <laughs> and so I, I get a little nervous. You know how they gonna do when they really get hit in the chest with something, but he's he's for real. I, I like I like DeAndre, uh, and I think he's he's hot. In it. And I, you know I think he's not really a, a one hit wonder. I think he got some staying power because you can tell this is a kid that just likes to work. He likes the process. He you, you hear him talk, you know, very cerebral, um, but really understands. I think really trying to unlearn and understand what it means uh, to be a pro, and so. He he's one of those cats that you know his name is ringing out. I mean he dunking on everybody, but he got that nice J going. He can step out to the three. He's comfortable in space. He blocking shots. Um, you know if they can't figure out how to win with this kid, they need to move to Seattle or something. <laughs> they need to move out of Phoenix. They need to do something different. If they can they can't get they can't get no approval with this kid over the next five years. I don't know I don't know what I don't know what they doing down there in Phoenix. Tell you the truth. So that's the cat that I say that's hot in the streets. When you try to come up with somebody who's hot in the streets, hey, like when you got somebody who you just, you will put them in that category, what are some of the things that you look for across sports that tells you this is for real, this ain't faking the funk? You got to do, let me tell you something, D. I, you, you got to catch my attention when I, ain't trying to, when I ain't trying to give you any. All right? That's what you got to do for me. Every time I look around, I'm hearing about you. Yep. Every time I look around, you, you, I, I got to go figure out who you are when I don't know who you are. Yep. You got to make you got to make me say, wait a minute, who is this this name? Who is this cat that they keep showing? How come every time I look around, they talking about it? Okay, yep. and then you just because they talking about you don't mean nothing. Okay, they talked about mm-hmm. John Dillinger too. But That's the thing right. about it is, you got you got to show me something. You got to show me something. And if you show me something, I'm like, huh. And then when I look up and you do something, I'm like, oh damn, he didn't just do that, or she didn't just do <laughs> that, you know. And now you know how we do, D. Anytime you make me get off my nice comfy couch. That's right. In the fall, in the middle of Michigan, in the Midwest. And run around my house because you done yep. did something. 
You got me. See, a lot of these young folks, you see, 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 Darnell, you wouldn't know nothing about this. But, see, when you, saw some, when you saw something on TV or, or somebody did something ridiculous in the rink, on the field, okay, on the court, you had you couldn't just get up and jump up and down. You had to show your enthusiasm by letting the whole neighborhood go know that they just did that stuff. You had to run <laughs> around the house, okay? Patrick Showtime Mahomes, when he threw that ball with his left hand and then came back on the next play and shot that sucker, made me run around the house on these old legs, okay? You put I got two on my flip-flops at 10 o'clock at night. If you can do that, you are on the street, buddy. That it's funny you described it that way. That's how was, everybody was talking about Patrick Mahomes. You know, I got to play a little bit college, you know. But everybody was talking about. It. I'm like, man, Andy gonna mess this up. You know, I was just like, what are they talking about? They gonna trade Alex Smith? But I was fully paying attention. And then he then he did my uh, my Steelers hairdo. He just crushed <laughs> him. And I was like, who was that? Now the Steelers wasn't putting on no resistance on that defense, but he woke me up. Right. And then I was like, well, he ain't going to really do this. And then he went and did it again. Right. And then this Monday night, he just showed out. Yeah. He showed out. He had, I could tell he had the earphones on. You know, this wasn't really, he wasn't messing with him. He had his music going. I said, uh-oh, yeah, uh-oh. Vaughn, I hope you're stretching over there. I hope you're mm-hmm. stretching. You know, I hope you get your, this this one y'all need to leave. Y'all need, y'all, 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 y'all need somebody over there uh, who got a little dog in that defensive backfield who might scare him or try and fight him because this young boy don't really care. Somebody and when he put that shoe on, I was like, oh. I, I, I was like, I can't believe it. You know, when I get excited in my house, I run around. My dog looks like me like I'm crazy. But it's about <laughs> the celebration. <laughs> it's That's about right. the celebration. You're right. You, you yelling and screaming. That's what this is all about. You know, Darnell and them, they just be, they, you know, they, they nod their head like they're in church. They don't know how to react. That's right. <laughs> they like nod affirmation. Yeah. That ain't what you're talking about here. <laughs> they might tweet. They might yeah. say something about social media with a bunch of emojis. That's what they would do. Hey, is it, did you see that? Why, yes, I did. That was quite inspiring, wasn't it? Why, yeah, that was quite entertaining. That ain't what we're talking about. You're talking about running around the house, and your neighbor saw the same thing, and y'all in the middle of the street high-fiving some stuff that stopped traffic. That's what I'm talking about, that kind of celebration. You done missed four plays because you in your yard high-fiving your neighbor. (laughs) They missed the kickoff and the first play of the next series. Yeah. Yeah. They they three plays in the the halftime, and you still out there. Man, you see that? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I missed that one. I missed. I missed that one. Uh, I missed. I'm glad I, 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 I got that on DVR. I, I, I got. I got. I had to go get some icy hot. I had to go get some icy hot to put my my hammy on that last turn. That last one <laughs> did it for me, man. I, I I tripped over the ottoman getting out the front door. I just. Uh, mm. Man, I, one of the greatest stories. So you know, when Michigan won the uh, football game, uh, basketball, the, uh, the the national tournament '89. So I was in a room with my boy, uh, uh, Big House, Brian Philly, and we, we played high school football together. Then we went to Beloit together, a small college. So Michigan wins. 
we walking up and down the campus saying hell to the victors <laughs> to the point where folks were yelling out the window, shut up. Because <laughs> we were in that, like, running around that campus like we stole something. And then yeah. blaring every, every Bob Euchre, uh, uh, Buford, uh, uh, uh fight song and, 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 and play-by-play out the window. We played everything Michigan that whole night. That was That's celebrating the right way. That's celebrating. That's celebrating. You People yell out the window. This is when you, let me tell you, though, the celebrations of just the in-game celebrations is what we're talking yeah. about here, okay? We're talking yeah. about you, you, you somebody, you may not have a dog in this fight, okay? You just sit down because you are an avid sports fan and you on a, on a, on a random Tuesday night in the middle of February or on a random Thursday night in the middle of October, all right, and you sit down and you see somebody do something on that court, on that field, okay, on that ice that just makes you get up out your seat and you can't, you just can't stand. All of a sudden, you get a sports Holy Ghost like you ain't never seen before. That's right. Okay? <laughs> you get a spiritual speaking in tongues, sports wise. You just, hey, dude, how do you, you see that? You can't even get the words out. Y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? This is that running around and losing your mind. You still see it. You know, if you really go back and look some of the, go back the and look at some of the old uh, dunk contests back when uh, Michael Jordan. I was just going to say that. If people yeah. want an example and, and, and of the reaction we talking about, watch dunk. NBA look at, dunk look, contest. Look at the fellas on the sideline. That's what we're That's talking about. That's what we talk. We talk about that kind of in-sport celebration. We talking about you can't you can't stay in that chair. It will not sustain you. That kind of stuff. It just it just you can feel it all over yourself. Not just not just the, the score. That kind of celebration. Did you just see that? And you just just the elation, just the joy that you were there. That with your own two eyes, you just seen some stuff <laughs> that you didn't think you'd ever see. <laughs> An out of body experience. So Darnell, you were trying to experience. share. From, so Darnell was trying to share from a youngest perspective. What were you trying to share? Oh yeah, I was saying I had that moment um, in the finals two years ago when Kyrie crossed over um, Ian Clark, hit him with that uh, in and out, in and out behind the back, size <laughs> up. Dude almost touched the ground. <laughs> he was running around the house screaming. There you go, youngin. There you go. Oh, he, he was raised by old school, so he knows what's up. He knows what's up. He he he's seen he enough of up. that to know that that's the only way to react. Uh, yeah. uh, uh To it. And, and 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 when you have that reaction, that's when you know it's hot. And then the buzz continues when you go to the barbershop because everybody's still talking about it. Everybody's saying. That's it. when. You, yeah. And they telling you how they ran around the house. Like everybody got a run around the house story, you know. Everybody got a run around the house story. You know, I, I ran around backwards. I karaoke, then crossed over, jumped over, and, and then rolled under a tree and came back. You know, everybody got their story. You know, everybody got stories they did. <laughs> like my, even my mother, when she watches this, she'll start to react and jump a little bit. I'm like, hold up, mama, don't, don't get too excited. Mm-hmm. On a Tuesday night, watching the Pistons against the Cavaliers, she'll do that. So. That's a generational kind of thing when we know that you hot in the street. So 
those are things that we love uh, and we, get, we, 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 we love to share. Uh, part of our cultural, you know, underpinnings that when we, we get in the sports world, when we're talking about folks who are hot in the streets. That was the cypher. You listen to RSG, One Mike. We're here with Hank and uh, Darnell, our super intern, Kirkland, and uh, Devon Wilson here. We're enjoying. Hopefully you have, you're enjoying this podcast. Um, if you want to reach us, please um, uh, look for Real Sports Guys on all social media platforms as well as um, uh, Apple Podcasts and on other podcast platforms. You can check us out um, and have some fun a little bit over there. You know, we, we, we try to drop the mic, and so, you know, I got to go to the legendary cat who dropped the mic, who kind of sets the tone for us when he drops the mic. You know, uh, Hank is uh, always great for us with the outro and the drop the mic. So, you know, this week uh, my man Hank will be dropping the mic for us. Thank you, D. You know, a few weeks ago, folks, uh, Tiger Woods won uh, uh, the PGA Championship tournaments. He hadn't won in well over five years. Tiger Woods would tell you that, you know, he had back uh, surgery. He had all of these different uh, ailments and injuries, went through some things on his personal life, and thought that, it, that, that he would never win another tournament again. Saw something from Tiger Woods that we very rarely see with a lot of these professional athletes uh, when they finally win a pinnacle. You see a lot of celebration and everything, but I saw something from him that was really touched me, and I saw tears. I saw tears of joy. I saw real emotion from someone who made it back or thought that they could make it back, and he didn't quit. Why is that so important? Because we always, oftentimes look at these professional athletes and we think about what kind of money that they make. We think about uh, the, the contracts. We think about the, the, the signing bonuses and everything. And that we've often said that it doesn't matter whether they win or lose, they're getting paid. What I saw from Tiger Woods was the importance of actually winning, of actually competing and actually getting back on top. Why is that important is because what he did in, in, in that brief moment was show each and every one of us that if you have a passion for what you're doing, don't quit. That if you can still do it, if you still have desire for it, don't quit. It doesn't matter whether or not you've been knocked down. It doesn't matter whether or not uh, you've had some shortcomings. If your passion is there, if your desire is there, don't quit. That at the end of the line, maybe you're not, you, you, you may not win another tournament, but as long as you're able to compete, as long as you know you gave it everything you got, don't quit. Why is that so important today? Because it's just so easy now to give up, throw in your gloves, throw in and, and throw in the towel and say, I give up. Okay, I can't do it. All right, let somebody else try it. And it's time right now, at any other time, if you have your passion, if you have your desire, if you have your what-ifs, don't quit. Use Tiger Woods because of anybody who's more polarizing in the, in, in, in the golf world is him. He could have took his multi-millions. He could have taken his uh, endorsements, rolled off into the sunset, and no one would have said anything. But he kept enduring. He kept trying. And his tears said he didn't quit. And so tonight, I will say to everybody in our country, 
and everywhere else, whatever your passions, whatever your desires, whatever your shortcomings, don't quit. That's our show for tonight. We will see you next next time on One Mic. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.